Peace and blessings, you beautiful beings. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living in Spirit podcast. It's your girl, Zane Spirit, here. Of course, this is brought to you by SoulDriveGlobal.com. I want to thank you guys, like I do every single time, for supporting SoulDrive, for buying the products, for showing up uh, on our tech service that is absolutely free, by the way, so you guys can make sure you check you check out the links in, in the description box if y'all are trying to get tapped in and tuned in to everything that we're doing. Uh, if you would like to be a guest on this show, please let me know. Send all inquiries to souldriveglobal at gmail.com. And I am absolutely thrilled and delighted to share space and love with you guys. I do have a very wonderful and amazing guest. She is a beautiful coach that just sets my heart on fire. I need to introduce to you guys, Missy Moreno. How are you, my love? Hey, I'm awesome. So excited to be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me on your show. Thank you for being here. Oh, it, you know, it feels like a long time coming. I feel like we've been in each other's networks for a while. <laughs> and uh, this just feels right. It, it feels like divine timing for me. <laughs> awesome. Yes. So good. Absolutely. So you're a spiritual fitness coach. Please let everybody know like what you do and how you got to this place. Yes, thank you. I am a spiritual fitness coach. So I help people lose weight, mental, physical, emotional, all that baggage that they're holding, whether it's in their belly or their brain, you know, and we help mm -hmm. gain strength, right? Faith muscles, gain um, more love and more peace and more joy into our lives so that we can live a happy, healthy life because it's all connected, right? Mind, body, soul, spirit. Right. It's all connected and um for years you know my fitness my background is in fitness and dance and i i taught many classes uh, i've danced i uh done one-on-one -on -one personal training and <clears throat> my mm -hmm. big my big evolution and i've studied so look in college i studied holistic health i had no idea see my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer way back uh i mm -hmm. can't even tell you way back in 2000 um and so that always sparked something in me to be like, wow, you know, we got to figure out a better way to deal with illness. You know, Western medicine has its place, mm -hmm. but chemo was so extreme and it kicked her butt. My mom was the toughest, strongest person I ever knew. And to see her slow down, it was like really, it just really uh, imprinted on me. So I was like, okay, what's going to happen? So fast forward, I go to college and I'm like, holistic health, what's that? You know, oh, alternative mm -hmm. medicine. And it just kind of clicked for me. And so I jumped into that and I learned about Ayurvedic medicine, Chinese healing perspectives, uh, all these different mm. modalities. And I was like, wow, it brought me back to spirit because I was like, oh, this is so closely connected to, you know, not just religion, philosophy, but there's something else here. It's not just a pill that you take. And so... Right. That had really planted the seeds and shifted me. Taoism is really what did it for me. I read this book mm. on Taoism and my heart expanded. I was like, oh, I'm not that selfish little brat that I was. You know, I was an only child <laughs> growing up. Mm -hmm. It's not that I was a brat, but, 
you know, you grow up, you're the only one, you have all your parents' attention, you could kind of think the world revolves around you. Not gonna I lie. I was an only child too, so <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> you, you. You get it, right? And mm -hmm. so, yeah, and so um, that just really opened my heart, expanded my mind, and from there, it's kind of like, you know, and this is the journey I think with everyone is, we, we ultimately know that there's more to life than just these physical bodies. Like we are spirits mm -hmm. and it's just, I feel like the process of getting through life is you, you remember and then you forget, you remember and you forget. And so I was definitely tuned in at that time, uh, doing Qigong, acupuncture, going to the healing arts center. I was tuned in and then fast forward, I forgot, you know, and then mm -hmm. life happens. It got into the corporate scene, you know, had relationship stuff going on. Then my mom got sick again and I was really stressed out and I just, I didn't know what to do. And so um, I, you know, got back into, I just followed my intuition. I got back into essential right. oils. I went to church, which is a pretty cool church in Oakland because it's called the love center and they love everybody, gay, straight, black, white. I mean, it was beautiful. Um, mm -hmm. and we had the most amazing, it's actually a quite famous choir, the, the Hawkins, uh, choir, um, what was his name? Reverend Hawkins, but it was, mm -hmm. it was beautiful. And I feel like that was part of my healing. Like I would go to church and just sit there and cry because it was so yeah. healing. And so from there, okay. So that was my remembering fast forward. I forget, go back into fitness and then big life changes happen again. So my mom transitioned in the end of 2012 and mm -hmm. I had found a new metaphysical church right before that. So I was back into like, oh yes, the universe. Like we're not just dealing with God. We're seeing God as like, God got an upgrade for me. So God was not the, the old man in the, in the sky in the clouds with a white beard. Like God was something else. And this was something I touched on yeah. back in college because Deepak Chopra has these amazing tapes where he talks about the universe and the cosmic consciousness. And that blew my mind the first time I heard all that. Mm -hmm. So to find this church in North Hollywood, I was like, wow. They, they get me. I get it. You know, and it was good yeah. timing. So good timing to find this church family because after my mom passed away, it was like, oh, I, I need support. I need grief recovery, but I didn't do traditional grief recovery. I did life recovery is what I called it. Mm. And yeah. And I just kept taking every spiritual class after that. I never stopped until I became a licensed practitioner because, I mean, this is my thing. This is what feeds me. And so right. to answer your question, finally, um, I was able to incorporate what I do with fitness and health and put the spiritual seasoning on top of it and add it in. And so that's that's what I do with folks. I love it. I love it. And it, it's so impactful. And I love how you're talking about weight, you know, like everybody's like, I'm trying to lose weight. But really, I was just having a con I have a, a few points to say from your story, which was so beautiful and eloquently put, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, and I the first part was that we all like tend to focus on the physical and um, and I was just having a conversation with someone about how when I'm talking to the cells in my body and I was mm. one day looking in the mirror and I was particularly focused on my stomach fat, you know, and I was connecting to the fat cells and I had a download and spirit was like telling me that my body 
had a had stored this energy had mm. you know in, in attempts to protect itself you know mm. and that's why fat had accumulated in this part of my solar plexus and my sacral because I was feeling unsafe in these areas of my life and you know even now I'm still releasing and moving the fat and repurposing the water in my body you know like it's it's so much deeper when we start communicating with our body to really see like what the root issue is, like why our body is naturally responding the way it is to either protect ourselves or to, you know, uh, bring attention to something that we need to to be aware of. Like, it's just really miraculous. Mm, yes, I love that you shared that. And I had to get to a point too, where I was like, I started to love my body. I grabbed onto that extra jiggly stuff and I said, you know what, thank yes. you. Thank you, because mm -hmm. it is very clear that our bodies, any symptom I feel that arise, that uh, shows up in the body is information and it's, it's, yes. it's, it's doing its job. Like it's trying to tell you, hey, something's misaligned here, something's going on and pay attention. And so for me now, yeah. like, yeah, the, the extra weight on my belly is like, um, you're out of alignment. <laughs> You've been over, <laughs> over indulging and how come you haven't been moving? So much so mm. I know when I'm out of balance but I don't beat myself up anymore and right. I accept it I bless it I say okay what can we do now like what's next solutions I always go to solutions first because it, it, it's been a long road of like <laughs> my nickname used to be the task master I have Virgo rising <laughs> and my practitioner <laughs> yeah <laughs> My practitioner used to call me out. She'd be like, ooh, that's your Virgo rising. She's your taskmaster. She's beating up on you again. And I'd be like, yep, I need to, you know, check that. Be and a little a little, a little bit kinder to yourself. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm glad you mm -hmm. shared that. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And then, and then, like, going into the remembrance, you know, just like you said, we always tend to, like, have this sort of awakening, and then we forget, and then we go yeah. back into it. And uh, I feel like so many of us in our spiritual journey are doing this cycle of remembrance, um, and not even just remembrance in our in our current physical but remembrance for our you know previous experiences in mm -hmm. a different physical body and mm -hmm. so um well do you believe in like uh transference like some people call it past life regression but I don't really believe it's past life so that's why I call it different like uh soul experience mm -hmm. so what is your take on that that's deep. Yes. I remember we touched on this uh, not too long ago when we were talking and um, just mm -hmm. from what I've studied, you know, um, you're right. I, I and We can't prove it. I can't prove it. But my feeling is that, yes, there's definitely energy around us left over from past experiences. But again, um, I like the word that you use transference because ultimately everything's happening simultaneously right yes. uh because mm -hmm. time is time is only linear for us humans on this plane and that's how we mm -hmm. tend to, most people tend to operate right with that paradigm i guess we, we kind of have to or else that, lim not gonna... that limitation for our mind <laughs> yeah and so um yeah i i don't know but i do feel like it's all happening now i don't think that yeah past life regression i'm going backwards into time um just different dimensions and different energies and yeah i believe yeah, I believe that there's stuff there and it does affect us. And it's so funny because right. I never wanted to do like, this is years ago. I was like, 
I don't want to do past life regression. I don't want to figure out more problems. Why do I want to go dig that <laughs> stuff up? I'm working on myself now, <laughs> you know, and then, yes. and then fast forward, like we're always a work in progress, I feel. And so me healing stuff, moving forward, then you get to this point where it's like, oh, maybe I should look into those other things because they're affecting me now. Like, I don't know what these things are. So it would behoove me to go and look deeper, whether you want to call right. it back into time or you want to say, look into this different uh, aspect. Yeah. So that's mm. interesting that you bring that up. Oh. Man, I, I love to hear the difference of experiences with this uh, topic in particular, especially in fitness and the way that we adapt into our bodies mm-hmm. um, because in the way that we feel about our bodies and our DNA, it's also interconnected, you know, and a lot of people, I realize um, in, in me being uh, a part of the health community as well is that a lot of people say, oh, it's hereditary, it's hereditary, mm-hmm. it's hereditary, and I I keep coming across this and I and I I've thought long and hard about this and I've also meditated on this and spirit keeps bringing me back to this place of you know we are always able to shift out of a programming and out of a pattern and it and we can also alter our DNA yes yes it's so interesting I was just looking for content to repost yesterday and I stumbled upon my my promo video um, where I'm talking mm-hmm. about spiritual fitness in my program, Get Spiritually Ripped. And I mentioned that, like, I go hard on it. I'm like, you do not yes. have to be a certain way because, oh, mom was like that, or dad's body was like that. Yes. Or our, our family, we're just X, Y, Z, you know? And so I'm always like, yeah, you can transcend all of that. And I'm very adamant about that too. Like in my family, it was, oh, we have bad knees. All the women in my family have bad knees. I was like, hell no. <laughs> I have really too we're much. cursing our life. Yeah, you're making it so, right? Your words are powerful. Yes. Your mind will agree with it and then make it happen. And it's like, no, thank you. And then you, you got bad knees. <laughs> yeah. And I saw it with my, okay, not to talk, not to gossip. Okay, I saw it with certain people in my family. And then even their child, who was not even 18 yet, developed something. And they had surgery on her. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. No judgment. But isn't that interesting? So The energy transfers. Oh, and until we deal with it, whatever we create is going to have a byproduct of that energy transference. Right, right. And so that's why I love studying epigenetics. I could study more, but listening to Dr. Joe Dispenza and and just really understanding how the brain works, how energy works, and that you can um, affect your genes for sure, for sure. I mean, it's environment, it's it's how you talk to them, it's what you feed them. You are not stuck. Oh, and this is the Deepak Chopra quote that I put in that video. Uh, You are not stuck with the body that you mistakenly think you have to live with. Like you are are beyond that and you can change it. And I just love that. It's so freeing. So with any work that I do with myself, with clients, I'm like, how can we be more free in this moment with this thought, with our decisions? And that's what lights me up. Freedom. Yes. Yes. And I love that quote. And I, I love that video you made too. Like it's oh. very thought provoking. I love everything that you're doing because it's really getting people to kind of connect, like not even kind of, but certainly like connect the dots in areas of our life that we are 
programmed and that we are like we see it every day especially in a western world um, mm -hmm. of medicine and health I love that you went on an on a holistic uh, approach but I even I like to ask people who go through the schooling aspect of it because you know sometimes spirit teach it like I know people that do medical psychic work and that they've never mm. stepped you know in a, a lecture room about it and it's just knowledge that they know right so I mm. like to ask people who actually go in the school route um was there any discomfort or things that did not resonate with you even on a holistic approach that felt like it was westernized in the way that it was talked about mm. That's I know that's kind of layered. <laughs> yeah. But, what do they say? These doctors? So you talk to doctors and nurses, practitioners? Well, that... well I, I've talked to people who, um, especially a nutritionist that I had on here, and she did uh, holistic nutrition. She did, But she actually did went to school, and the first part of her nutrition uh, degree or aspect of her degree was, you know, in Western medicine, but she had shifted over into um, like nu holistic nutrition. So working oh. more with herbs and stuff. And we actually had a conversation about um, some of the things that they teach. Uh, and it just, it wasn't sitting right with her, but for at some point, she, like she just couldn't pinpoint why until spirit had revealed to her that even some of the holistic things taught here are not in honoring of the original practice and so I was curious of your experience with that as far mm. as being being in that environment now looking back at it especially with the advancement in your spiritual journey Ooh, okay yes this is the good stuff so having that background in sports nutrition and and being so tapped into it. So most of my education from that in that subject came from a, a gym that I was working at in Sherman Oaks. They specialize in getting people results, getting them fast. We worked with a lot of actors, um, mm -hmm. athletes that needed results, you know, with these tight timelines. And so mm -hmm. um, we knew how to tweak the food. We knew how to tweak the exercises. We knew how to Put, give them the supplements that were going to help transform their bodies. And so seeing that and seeing that it works, you're like, okay, this is the only way, but like, we know it's not right. And so that's right. what's mm -hmm. so interesting to me. Like I got to work with many clients. So then I went to a all women's gym after that. And that was like a whole new world because so many mm -hmm. different paradigms, all these crazy diets I learned about, these crash diets and what people were doing. Yeah. The, they, it would, they were huge under eaters where I'm like, oh, I, mm -hmm. I'm on the other side. Like if anything, I'm, I, my problems have been overeating or overindulging. <laughs> and like, and so it was mm -hmm. just a whole new world for me. But what it made me realize is that, okay, there's not one way to do things. People are different, bodies are different. Okay, cool. But then you mm -hmm. add in this layer of spirituality and now I'm like, shoot, we can transcend all of this. Like none of this has to mean anything or it can mean everything. So right. that's what has been so interesting to me. So yeah, I find plans, you know, I still take and use, you know, the, the very scientific approach, the very, okay, we're in a physical world, we're in a physical body. So we, we get to operate with these rules, but also we can bend them. Right. right so right. what, so, um, 
I'm seeing a picture of the Matrix right now when that little kid takes the spoon and he bends it with his mind. Yes, <laughs> yes. That just popped yes. into my mind. So it's like same thing with our bodies. Like, And I have found the best way to do it is to love it, communicate it, listen to it, feed it things that it wants. Because what if I give you a meal plan? It's like, okay, this high protein Greek yogurt is really good for you. But then your stomach is like, hell no. <laughs> right, right. You got to listen. So yeah, I like combining all of that. But I do know, look, there was one week, I had just become vegetarian. And mm -hmm. I was invited, it was just, it's just a certain time of year in LA, where they have these FYC events for your consideration. So mm -hmm. the TV and film Academy has these events, because they want you to go, they want the members to vote on their show, and promote mm -hmm. their shows. So um, my friend was inviting me to all these parties and as a new vegetarian and competing for a show, like I had just started to get back into my fitness. I was like, oh my God, what do I eat? You know, because there's all this mm. meat, there's all this stuff. The only things in most of these parties I could eat were the desserts. I was like, what? I came unprepared. Wow. I was like, I'm hungry. So I'm eating these tiny bites of like cheesecake and pie and all this stuff. And um, I'm drinking wine. I didn't gain weight that whole week, you know? But yeah. I wasn't worried about it. Like, I wasn't beating myself up. I wasn't like, oh, my God, with every bite, this is going to make me fat. This is going to make me fat. Yes. It, it was just like, all right, this is what I got to do. I'm low on calories. I got to eat. We're here. We're having fun. Whatever. And so I changed my experience because I changed my mind. And so that's yes. really how I like to work with people. You know, it's like, let's. Mm. it starts in our mind. It starts in our heart our soul and then your mind is can be such a powerful tool if you will use right. it properly your most yeah. powerful tool really like <laughs> yeah. you, can, you, you can envision your body shape like I've literally been shape-shifting my body and, mm. and I love 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 that you talked about like it's not really about what you're eating all the time of course like what you're consuming is important you know it's important mm -hmm. to be intentional but I noticed that a lot of us and even myself on this health journey and just in wellness in general like aligning myself in all aspects of my life I've realized you know it's not about being vegan or plant-based like or you know just alkaline or like I've done a lot of different transitions in my life and I pretty I stick to an alkaline lifestyle now but nice. uh e even so like it's everybody responds differently and I feel like your vibration you mm. can put your body into shock <laughs> like yeah you know shifting your your eating pattern so much and then if you're thinking to yourself if you're beating yourself every moment that you haven't like acquired the discipline to shift completely it's just yeah. like you're you're not just storing the weight but your body is in fight or flight mode so your your body's trying to survive because Ooh. you're in fear you're yeah. in fear of of the, what you're consuming and that fear is literally transmuting into your body that way and so what would you recommend for people that really deal with that internal battle or internal like what exercises would you suggest because we all need it yeah I, interesting question don't let me forget it because there's two things that came up when you were talking mm -hmm. um just this whole idea of like um, just, just recognizing what you're doing. And, and like you said, we do need to pay attention to what we're putting in our bodies. 
and it's our consciousness it's our way of thinking it's our belief system and so mm -hmm. if you believe if you believe that what you're eating is going to make you sick and fat then it will but you can expand little by little right so it's like expanding your mm -hmm. sphere of availability what your mind can agree with and mine has expanded like i said for that week i knew i didn't have to gain weight around that but is that sustainable would my mind no. really would my mind really believe that i could eat cheesecake every day for the rest of my life and be healthy and okay like no i know me because my background is so ingrained <laughs> in health and fitness the way that sports nutrition the way i came up that right. probably probably not and so i always use this example we had a friend of the family he died at 97 this man smoked his pipe you know tobacco pipe every day for 90 well not 97 years but like for most of his adult <laughs> life and he was a drinker mm -hmm. he never exercised he didn't pray meditate maybe he prayed i don't know but it's just like wow how did he live to 97 you know right. and i'm i'm gonna bet it's because in his mind he never said oh this pipe is gonna kill me this is so bad for me you know what i mean <laughs> somewhere Somewhere in his consciousness, he knew that he was going to be all right. And it, it he, wasn't a bad thing, you know? He literally was mind over matter at that point. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like, okay, that shows me that there is something to the way we think about the stuff that we're doing. But again, is it sustainable? So right. I tell people, okay, so let's get back to your question because I think it can fit in here. So you said, what can people do? Right. With that internal monologue, that internal battle that they're having about consciously eating, like what they're eating consciously. So when I get stuck on stuff like that, I'm like, okay, something's not working and I'm feeling bad about it. I'm feeling stuck. I just stop and I say, okay, God, spirit, source, universe, help me see this differently. Help me mm -hmm. see this from a different angle. Like, what do I got to get from this? You know, and I'll either journal, right? Journaling is great. Prayer mm -hmm. is great because I use affirmative prayer. So I'll state stuff as if it's already done. So I'd be like, all right, thank you, universe, for showing me exactly what I'm supposed to know in this situation that I feel stuck in. Thank you for the solutions. Thank you for the answers. I'm grateful. And so it is. And mm -hmm. so that will usually shift something. And then you can start to take the physical things. Okay. What do I, what do I feel good about right now? What do I know I can do? Okay. I can drink more water every day. Okay. I'm going to start with that. Oh, and bless your water. Pray over yes. your water. It's so powerful. This beautiful Ooh. gift of water that most of our body is made up of. So why wouldn't you want to bless it and say good things to it and put it in? If anyone's studied Dr. Emoto's um work with water in the yes. like um what's that documentary called what the bleep do we know anyway mm -hmm. he's his they they feature his studies and you can see the different um snowflakes and how they yes. talk to them and so as the water freezes if you were talking shit it makes an ugly distorted snowflake but if you say beautiful mm -hmm. things then it makes this gorgeous design or taping taping just the word love on a glass of water like people are doing this right because you're sending yes. love to the water and where i really experienced this was in brazil working with a healer 
um, a medium, powerful medium, full trance medium out there. And we would always, like the water was blessed. And so I just continued that my whole life. Like after that, since 2014 of blessing my water. Thank you, God, mm. for my healing and my blessings. Thank you for my healing and my blessings over and over. Yes. And it's a great why to, it's, it's a great way to stay mindful, right? I learned mm -hmm. to pray without ceasing. And prayer for me is just this. So you pray, you talk to the universe, right? When you meditate, mm -hmm. that's when the universe can talk to you. I mean, it's talking all the time, but that's when you're actually still enough to hear it. Yeah. So all that, all that. I, is that I enough? That. I can keep going. <laughs> yes, I love that. And yes, affirmations over the water, like, ooh, oh, we are literally comprised of everything on this earth, like the molecules, the, the sacred geometry in our body, like, everything is is corresponding together it's all it's all just in different forms of the same of the one you know mm. we, we are literally divine expression and I love what you said about just being intentional and I say the same thing about you know whenever you're cooking something speaking life into your food thank you I thank my onions for cleansing my body <laughs> every day you know like yes. thank you to the mushrooms like thank you for just nourishing my cells and thanking my body for receiving that nourishment too and mm -hmm. so it's definitely a, a reciprocity that is happening in that exchange and um just truly a way to like honor your life and the way that you're living in general mm -hmm. so I yes. love that yeah oh, so good I love that I did want to um kind of go back to something a little touchy but you did touch on it and I, I wanted to kind of shift into like your spiritual gifts and the way that you have developed in your spiritual journey and for so many of us that happens when we uh, we have a loved one transition or a familiar that transitions or you know we're, we're faced with what we feel like is loss but is really our spiritual gain you know, mm. and so I wanted to ask, like, during that time where you were going through um, your mom transitioning, how did that translate to your spiritual strength and your abilities and owning who you are at that time? Because I know that that was a huge mm. catalyst for you. Mm, 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 mm. Interesting question. So as you ask it, I'm thinking about the time when we were actually sitting there you know, when she was still alive, I feel like, because most of the time I tell the story is the after part, right? So after mm -hmm. that, I was thrown, I threw myself into studies and never stopped. I was just on the fast track to spirituality and expansion. But when you ask that question, I see myself, we were in Glendale, we did home hospice, I had a great partner at the time, who I understand now was there to support me in that moment in my life. Like I couldn't have done that alone, I don't think. Yeah. Um, so we, we, you know, we took care of mom for like three months in the house. And I just remember we had a great hospice team. There was a chaplain, there was a social worker who later became my therapist because after she passed away, I was like, this was like the first time in my life I was like, I'm going to commit to talking to someone once a week until I have things figured out, right? Because, I mean, mm -hmm. my mom was a big part of my life, and it kind of flipped things upside down. I was like, okay, now i got to figure out life again. i got to figure out who am I? What do I believe? What's going on here? Um, right. 
so that was powerful to me to be reaching out. But like I said, I had practitioners at church too. So it's nice to have that perspective of like, okay, uh, you know, love God, universe is all there is. I am one with it and we get to co-create with it and gratitude and all that goodness. So, and surrender. So, mm-hmm. so how did I get through that time? You know, there was moments where I was like, I'm not working out, you know, I'm not eating right. And I remember people in my space, cause you know, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but when you're in, mm-hmm. it, it's not survival mode, but it kind of is. It's like a, like an autopilot. Uh, autopilot because you're caring for someone and that's all that matters. It's like, okay, take care of mom. You're strong. You got to do this. And, and, and so I was in that mode. So people around me were like, Hey, take, you know, make sure you take care of yourself, be gentle with yourself. I'm like, I am, I'm fine. I'm fine. But I was gaining a lot of weight and I wasn't working out. And I remember one time, you know, my partner at the time was like, Hey, you know, it's okay. Go, go work out. We had a gym downstairs in the building. It was quite nice. It was small, but it was nice. And I said, okay. And I remember being down there. I did my weights and I'm on the treadmill and I just felt so guilty. I was like, I don't want to be down here. I don't know how much time my mom has left. I want to be upstairs. And so I just kind of surrendered to that voice, good, bad, right or wrong. I didn't go back into like Missy mode where I'm like, you know, I'm working out six days a week and then I, you know, doing all the things. And so there was one night where, you know, my mom, we used to have to give her medicine two, three o'clock in the morning. I'm up in the kitchen and we had holiday cookies and I went to give her a cookie and I was eating the cookies. And I said, oh my God, why am I eating these cookies? I don't even like these cookies. You know, but they're there. And then the still small voice said, don't worry. It was like, don't worry about this weight that you've gained. You will lose it again. It's fine. You've done this before. You know how to do it. And you will inspire others to do the same. And I was like, huh, huh. Okay. Yeah. I don't have to beat myself up. I don't have to feel shameful because I'm a fitness professional and I gained weight. Like it's okay. And so really... And, and I had still been meditating during this time, but I really felt like I did drop a lot of my practices, whether it was, in, you know, physical fitness or spirituality, but I always had that connection, right? We never lose our connection to source mm-hmm. and I'm a good listener. So I paid attention and I accepted myself. I forgave myself and I just moved through it. But I'm telling you, I had good family support. I had spiritual family and that's how I, I made it through that time. Right. Right. And it is beautiful that you were, you know, still listening, because I know a lot of people go through a denial phase in their loss, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, everybody grieves differently, you know, everybody operates in that time differently. And I know that just what you're saying right now can help somebody who is um, probably still beating themselves up because they are not they don't feel like they can do what they normally do in order for them to keep up with their health and their wellness. And some people feel like, oh, if, if I'm not, you know, at the altar every day, I'm not connected to, to source or spirit. And that's not true. Like we're all um, transitioning and moving through different stages in our life. And I tell people all the time, different practices and different things uh, will resonate d- during different seasons of your life. And that transitions 
any type of transition that people are going through, it requires a a discomfort. It requires like, yeah. you know, facing that discomfort and being like, you know what, I am making peace with this and there will be another, like there will be another season for me to pick up uh, either where I left off or to incorporate new and different things that now resonate with my spirit and where I'm at in my journey. Yes, I love that. I just talked about this yesterday. Pain really gets our attention, right? Yes. You don't you don't have to wait for the hard lessons, but it's like, okay, pain gets our attention. And what you just touched on is like everything I feel that pops up for us is a call to go deeper. Get yes. curious. If you can just stay light about the stuff. Stop beating yourself up. Stay curious. Okay, why is this happening? Or why did I do this again? <laughs> you know, how come I'm not right. getting the lesson? And then just explore. And I love that you said, try new things, you know, and ask for help. That's the one thing that has shifted for mm. me. I was like, I don't want to stay stuck. I can't do it alone. I'm calling the practitioner. I'm meeting with the therapist. Help. <laughs> because Right. I'm using I, my resources. Yeah. Yeah. Call on God. Call on your guide. Sit and be still. Listen. Whatever you can do, just take action and, and be ready to have the help come. Because you ask and you shall receive. Yes. Yes. And since then, um, you know, like, well, let me ask you this. What would you say your spiritual abilities are now? You know, like I started with claircognizance and moved into mediumship and things like that. So where where would you say your scope of gifts are like intuitively? And did those change when you experienced that transition? Ooh, good question. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, what became more pronounced in me? So I feel like I've always been clairaudient. Mm -hmm. Um I hear stuff sometimes and I'm just like, okay, um, it's interesting. Um, but I've never worked to fine tune it. Although lately I've been like, maybe I could. Um, mm -hmm. I'm claircognizant. So these knowings of like, oh, I knew I was going to win the game show. I knew he was going to say this. I knew this change in the business was going to happen. It, it, I, it still blows yes. me away. It's still, I don't know why it still surprises me that I know things before they happen. So um, <laughs> that being said, I would like to start to cultivate this practice of knowing this. And here's the thing. So when I work with clients, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, yes, and like, yes, I can receive something, but I always have to check back in with the person in front of me. So it's like, I can reflect to them what they're saying. And I can say, okay, here's what's coming up for me. Is this true for you? Right. Mm. So it might be like, oh, you need to, I don't know, you need to leave your husband or whatever. And so it's like, <laughs> well, this is the message that's coming through. This is what I think your soul wants. Is that Do true you for you? Yeah, Ooh. because I never want to tell people this is your future. This is what I see for you. Because no, we it know changes. That, yes, constantly, constantly. And that's why I don't hate on psychics. Like sometimes they feel like they get a bad rep. Uh, they're fake, they're this or that, or they got it wrong. It's like, not really. Like they're picking up on information in that moment. Yeah, right? for the present. Know, yeah, and we know it can change because people are changing all the time. The universe is always moving and shifting. So yeah, it's interesting. That's why I'm like, okay, 
it, it, it would help me out if I, if I fine tune these skills, cause I could help others more. And that's what I love mm. about my practitioners. I feel like when I talk and I meet with them, they just hold like they're holding space. Like I really physically see them holding their hands out, holding what's going on with me and then lifting it up to my face and mm -hmm. saying, here, this is what I hear your soul saying, you know, how does that land for you? And then, like, right. oh, oh, now I can sift and move and figure things out, you know? Right. And, and that gives people the, the, the space of, you know, not of curiosity, the space of yeah. curiosity, like the space of exploration, which I feel like when we're on our spiritual journey, we often forget to explore. Like we, we forget, mm. it's like we become so purpose centered, which is wonderful to, to be living in our purpose. But we often don't realize that that only requires us just being, <laughs> just right. being who we are, like just be, you don't have to do anything extra curricular. You don't have to do anything extravagant, like just you being the divine you is yeah. enough it has always been enough and then that is what shifts the world that is what changes the world you are the walking example of how you address yourself see yourself look at yourself explore yourself and that curiosity alone like keeps us from grasping so hard at one energy and allows us to, sh to flow to surrender i love that you said surrender earlier because we're always surrendering to the flow yes <laughs> and, and and yeah that that was the gospel for me today <laughs> yeah. love it love it love it love it i do want to ask you um before we go into like projects that you're working on and stuff like that um but in what ways do you feel because i know you're, you were just talking about expanding in your gifts more but in what ways do you feel, okay, let me start with this. So I was seeing a vision of you placing intentions into teas. Is this something that you're working with or something that uh, I feel like you have a natural hand in herbs? So, so do you plan on using your gifts in, in, in plant medicine or earth magic perhaps? Oh. That's so interesting that you say that. Um, good question. So I have felt called to work with different things. It's just an inkling. Like, it's just hitting me. I feel like when I came to Arizona, that was a world that opened up for me. And then mm -hmm. going to Mexico, hanging out in Tulum, seeing some other things. And um, I could definitely see that in my future. I mean, after we did the ceremony, my, my spiritual sister was like, Missy, we come from a long line of, you know, healers, shamans, all these things, um, curanderas, she's like, are you going to embrace that? <laughs> she's like, you're so much more than a fitness coach, a spiritual yes. fitness coach. And I was like, and I see eh, that. thank you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't know, I'm not ready, you know, but I could see myself doing that. I could definitely see myself helping people with nutrition and, and supplements in that way. Um, whether, yeah, it is teas, plant medicine, uh, because I really want to help people from the inside out and that can be again physical mental spiritual um it all works together so just finding the right combination thank you for bringing that up because um that's just another uh cue i believe from yes the universe. I, I feel like that was confirmation but i was like how do i bring that up but we just don't let it fly <laughs> yes 
yes. <laughs> we, we just gotta let it fly but I definitely see that in you I see this shamanist who is walking on this earth and just just creating and cultivating this beautiful reality for people to see um this beautiful space that you're shifting into and you're you're about to do so much more like Mm -hmm. just so much unfolding and I kind of want that to just be the segue of us moving into your I think it's a 21 day challenge can you tell us about what you're doing with that Oh my gosh, yes. We launched a 21-day mindset challenge. Uh, My partner, Presley, and I uh, got this group together. So, um, okay, how do I I explain? So it's it's almost like a detox. So what it Mm -hmm. is, is becoming super mindful of what you're saying. And so it's a self-regulated thing where you get to decide, you know, okay, did I just complain? gossip or criticize somebody and if you did and you said it out loud and you catch yourself then you take your bracelet and you flip it over to the other side you reset your timer like we're using a little app and a counter app in the phone and it resets Mm -hmm. your day so you could hit day one over and over again and it's not necessarily going to be a 21 day challenge like until you get to your 21 days some people it can take a couple months to get there and that's okay. Um, But the whole point isn't to like get through to 21 days. It's like, how much awareness can I cultivate with what's going on in my head? What's coming Mm. out of my mouth and how that's affecting me. So we did our Mm. kickoff call on Sunday and we did a little exercise where we had people um, couple up in breakout rooms. And it's like, okay, Go ahead. You have free will to complain about whatever you want to complain about or criticize or judge or, you know, gossip. And we let the people loose, right, with their partner. And then the partner listens and then they get their turn to to go off as well. So then we ask them, how did that feel? How did it feel, first of all, to get it out? You know, and most people think that venting is a good, healthy thing. And I say, yes, and. The thing about venting and the way most of us do it is that we, we get this, this, this steam off our chest, right? And the analogy that my mm-hmm. partner uses is a steaming pot of water, right? So mm-hmm. it, it's boiling, it's boiling, ah, the top is shaking, and then you open it and you release the steam and that's the venting, right? But here's the right. thing, the lid's going to go back down. The boiling water is still going. You still now got the steam is right. You still got a problem. <laughs> so it's like, all right, we need to go deeper than just venting. Because for me, that's a band-aid. That's a quick fix. And it's not solving what's right. happening underneath the surface. And so let's mm. go deeper. And so that's what this challenge really gets you to do is look at your solutions. thoughts, look at your habits and your path. Yes, I love solutions first. Let's go there first. And then um, mm. weed out this crap that's under there so we can be happy healthy and prosperous people yes oh I love that I love that so much wow people need that and I encourage everyone listening like maybe you want to hit up Missy and ask her how you can uh you know incorporate that that's not open anymore is it um, we just, yeah, we just closed the group, but I know we're going to do part two. It's been amazing already. Just a couple days in the insights. We had people have healings from the kickoff call. They're like, oh my God, when it got to that exercise, they're like, I don't even feel like complaining about this anymore. They were just like, I don't see the value in it. And so it was like really wow. awesome. 
to see the shifts. And so I'm excited to help more people with this. So definitely there's going to be a part two. Uh, but right now, yeah, we're in the middle of our 21 days and it's pretty freaking cool. That is amazing. I love that. And I know so many of us are, you know, back and forth in the mind. And I tell people all the time, the more consciously aware we are and just living a mindful life in general. So everything you do in applying that mindfulness to it, it's only going to make you more aware of your thought patterns. And sometimes I'll be in meditation and I'll have these random flying thoughts and I'll be like, and you know how people say, oh, pass the thought along, you know, don't pay it no mind. But sometimes those are the really explorative moments for me where I can see what the hell am I even thinking about in my subconscious? Like, mm-hmm. You know, like it's, it's a moment to address it and find the root of it. And that's something I was doing last yeah. night. Uh, I was like, why am why (laughs) where did this even come from you know and I feel like it's so important to have those moments of like silence is so full and so empty simultaneously and it brings us into this place of of real um exploration and just insight and observation and I feel like that's so beautiful and if we can get a grip on uh or a good observing eye towards where our thoughts are that really helps us to shift all other areas of our life not just physically but the emotional the spiritual and how we approach our everyday life too oh we yes yes and that's what I was telling people I was like you have no idea what this is going to open up for you in other aspects of your life you may think you're Mm -hmm. just working on complaining and gossiping but look boom now your bank accounts exploded or boom there's the lover that you've been calling in you know because you cleaned up some energy yeah Mm, sometimes we just need to make space no there you go yes yes yes, make room missy it has been so amazing to have you on the show with me today uh it it was so beautiful please let everybody know how they can find you how they can interact with you and anything that you have coming up next that they can be looking forward to Oh my gosh. Well, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Love you. And this has been wonderful because, you know, we can just really just, yeah, talk about this all day. <laughs> we really and, can. Uh, <laughs> I, love, I love this stuff. Yes. And we can even go deeper. So um, yeah, I, I'm here. I'm on Instagram as Coach Missy Moreno. My website is themissymoreno.com. I'm happy to have you in my DMs. I'm always online sharing, sharing, sharing. And um, what do I have coming up next? So just, you know, my one-on-one coaching still is, um, I still offer fitness-based stuff, but really, you know, I'm all about helping people change their lives from the inside out. So it is really soul work. And that's Mm -hmm. what lights me up the most. But I am moving into a space too where I'd like to help people start to really connect to their soul's purpose, to what they Mm want to create. And I feel like a business would be a good thing to start doing for everyone, even if it's just like, I don't know, it's just a hobby. Well, it's like, okay, share your gifts with the world and be, let yourself be abundantly rewarded because the universe wants to give to you. So Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to help people with abundance consciousness and perhaps even starting their first online business. That's beautiful. Ooh, I just need to give you some claps back here. Ah. Thank you for all of the immense, beautiful, abundant work you are doing. I'm just sending you so much comfort, joy, positivity, love, 
and just everything to rain upon you because you are helping our collective in so many different Mm -hmm. ways and just thank you for being a wonderful reflection of me and also having me on your Instagram too like that was such a great conversation so my listeners like go check out her page see all the people that she has uh, all these amazing talks with interact with her and just show her some love because she's just brilliant Mm, thank you sister I so appreciate you I appreciate you too. And I just want to go ahead and say my goodbyes to everybody. I love you. The divine loves you. Uh, Stay uplifted. And if you feel that you are in a space of needing to reach out and call forth your resources that are readily available to you, reach out to one of us, reach out to the people around you, seek support and help for any place of transition in your life and surround yourself with the people who are going in the same direction as you. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. And that is it y'all. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Ms.